Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to ditch the feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you want to learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're going to want to stick around. Let's go ahead and jump in to today's episode. Hello, hello, Hustle Sanely Squad, and happy 2022 to you. I hope that you can hear in my voice how pumped I am to be back to podcasting. I totally do appreciate taking December's off from the show, but dang, by the last week of the month, I am jonesing to get back on the mic to hang out with you guys, so I am just so, so grateful to be here. Thank y'all so much for all the support that you showed Adam and I for the last episode of 2021. We did our yearly vision meeting here on air with you guys, and we dropped some pretty big pieces of news in that episode, and we were so blown away by all the kindness and encouragement that you guys sent our way. I tell you guys this all the time, like all the time, but the Hustle Sanely Squad is seriously so highly regarded in the Massey household. We love y'all and talk about you guys all the time. So uh, just want to make sure that you know that. I am also so pumped that you can officially use your Peacefully Productive Planners I'm freaking out, okay? I am so proud of these babies, and I love seeing your tags on Instagram stories of your Hustle Sanely tools, including the journal, in action. So please, please, please keep them coming. It does not annoy me. People DM me. They're like, oh my gosh, does it bother you that I tag you every morning or every week in my journal and my planner posts? And I'm like, um, no, please keep doing it. So just want to lay that out there. But before we get into today's episode... It's been a minute, right? Like, you know that I wasn't here in December, so I want to catch you up on some things that went down in December in Hustle Sanely Land because even though the podcast was quiet, there was a lot going on behind the scenes, okay? So the first thing that I want to chat about, the Peacefully Productive Schedule course is out in the world. That's right. The long-awaited How to Create Your Peacefully Productive Schedule course is available. I took my sweet time creating this course back in December. And I have to say, I am so proud of it, y'all. It is by far the most highly requested course that I get asked to create. And I'm so happy that you can finally enroll in it. It's a course where I teach you how to create a yearly, quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily plan using the Hustle Sanely planning system to help you live a peacefully productive life. Now, I'll be talking more about the course later on in probably February here on the podcast. Um, but I'll have a link for the course in the show notes if you do want to go ahead and slide in there. There's already over 65 students enrolled in the course, which is really rad because once per quarter starting in March of this year, we're going to come together for a community hours Zoom call where I can just help you apply what you're learning to your life. So like think about like group coaching style situation. So I'm really, really excited that we already have so many babes enrolled because it's going to make the quarterly calls that much more 
more valuable. So that is the first little announcement that I want to talk about. Okay, the second thing that I want to chat about is the BFF membership. So there are some changes happening inside of the membership this year. I could actually scream over how excited I am about the BFF membership in 2022. Oh my gosh, it was amazing in 2021. And it's like going to the next level this year. So we had a little town meeting as a community. Shout out if you watch Gilmore Girls. Um, And we voted to restructure the BFF community this year so that we can learn and grow on a more deep level versus growing wide, if that makes sense. And that's like one of my life goals this year. So the fact that the BFFs were on board to do this inside the membership, I was like, heck yes, these are my people. So this just means that instead of choosing monthly topics, we're choosing quarterly topics and spending the first month of each quarter diving deep into learning about the topic. The second month of the quarter is all about implementation. So you're going to be implementing what you learn in month one and we'll be doing like hot seat group coaching so that I can walk you through practical application of the action steps. And then the third month of each quarter, this is where it gets really exciting. We'll be bringing in a guest expert to teach on a hustle sanely related topic. So like health and fitness, money and budgeting, mental health, organization, and things like that. It's going to be so epic. So if you've been on the fence about joining the BFF membership, I'm telling you right now that this is the time to get plugged into the community. We have over 240 babes inside of the BFF membership, and I cannot wait to welcome new BFFs in 2022. Our quarter one topic inside the membership is how to set goals and actually achieve them. And we're reading two books together, and I am just over the moon. I cannot wait to dig in. And the last thing about the BFF community, we're getting ready to do our winter Bible study together. We'll be doing a study called Grow slow by my friend Jennifer Dukes Lee. And before you ask, no, the BFF membership is not religious. The Bible study is just like a little side thing that we do because it was highly requested within the group. We have lots of babes in the membership who don't have the same faith as me, and we totally welcome that. The Bible study is optional, and it's like a little bonus thing on the side that you can participate in if you want to. Um, And if you're like listening to this and you're like, wait, I want to know more about this BFF membership. Like, It sounds interesting, but I'm not sure if it's for me. I'm actually going live on my Jess M. Massey Instagram account on Thursday, January 6th to chat about the BFF membership. And I do plan to save it as an IGTV. So if you can't watch it live, just come hang out and you can find the IGTV on my profile and you can get all the details about the BFF membership. Third thing that I want to talk about before we get into this episode, in case you missed it, I got rid of Hustle Sanely texts. It was a hard choice to make, but honestly, it was becoming overwhelming for me. And y'all know how I roll. At least I hope you do. If something isn't supporting me or honoring my vision, it's got to go. Like I don't do things just to do things. So if you've been sending text messages and wondering where I am, that's the answer. So moving right along, I am so pumped for 2022 on the podcast. I'm just so happy that this platform is what I like to call my queen content 
content. It's where I like to show up and give you the most value. Like I love ya Instagram, love ya emails, but the podcast is where it's at in my opinion. My mission is to make this show like the go-to resource for busy women to come to learn how to live a peacefully productive life. I actually put it on my vision board that I want to increase the podcast monthly listens by 25% this year. I know, I know, I know that I can count on the Hustle Sanely Squad to back me up on that and show up and support me. So please, anytime an episode resonates with you, share it, girl. Put it on your Instagram stories. Text the link to your besties. Send it to your grandma. I don't care who you send it to, but do what you got to do to spread the message because don't you think that we could all benefit from ditching unhealthy hustle culture? What a gift. Am I right? When we were on the December hiatus, y'all, by the way, I never never am confident in how I'm saying that word, hiatus. I could be saying it wrong, but we're just going to go with it, okay? So when we were on the December hiatus, I spent some time reading through the reviews that y'all have left recently, and I am just so, so stoked that this show blesses you. Thank you to every single one of you who has left a review. My gratitude for that runs extremely deep. And hey, if you haven't left a review yet, what are you doing? Like I show up here and provide free weekly content, and it would bless me back if you left some positive encouragement in the form of a review. Because the more positive reviews that the show gets, the more likely that Apple is to bump it up in searches so we can get new eyeballs on Hustle Sanely and you can help me reach my goal of getting podcast listens up this year. All right. I am not sorry that I am talking your ear off today because I missed you. I missed being here. But let's get into today's topic, shall we? Three things that you need to do to create a peacefully productive year. Now, disclaimer, and I know that you know this, but it's a good reminder, so I'm going to say it anyway. There really is nothing magic about January in the sense that it's not the only time of the year that you can reflect, reset, and create plans for your dreams. You know what I mean? You can do that whenever the heck you want to, whether it's January 1st, April 14th, October 23rd. Like, it doesn't matter. You're in charge of your life, not the dates on the calendar. But that being said, there is something special about about a fresh year to me. The visualization of flipping like a metaphorical page and the feeling that comes with that just excites me. And I like to tap into that excitement to do some things that help set me up for a peacefully productive year. And hey, just in case you're new around here, a peacefully productive year is when your mindset is right, you're clear on your vision, you know your priorities, and your schedule and routines support your priorities and help you pursue your dreams while prioritizing your mental health and relationships. Pretty dreamy, right? And let me tell you, it's 100% possible for you. Okay, so what are the three things that you need to do to create a peacefully productive year? Honestly, I could have given you like 50 things because I just love talking about this, but I narrowed it down to three. Number one is declutter and simplify all the things. Now, I get straight up giddy talking about decluttering and simplifying. I don't know. It is just so satisfying to me. And honestly, I'm such a vibes person. Like, I need my environment to support me, which I'm kind of LOLing right now. Like, you can actually hear me laughing at myself because as I record this, I'm in my husband's office, which is where we keep all of the podcast equipment. And it is the farthest thing from an inviting environment to me. But every other area of our home is 
is pretty on point, okay? Um, there is so much science, you guys, behind how our physical space affects our mental space. Decluttering and simplifying creates more room in your life for you to focus on things that you actually care about. You know what I mean? The less junk you have cluttering up your home, your to-do list, and your schedule, the more energy you have to pour into those things around you that truly matter. So here, I'm not just going to be like, okay, declutter and simplify, have fun. Like you should know me better than that. I'm going to give you some concrete action steps. So here are the things that I spend December and January kind of decluttering and simplifying. So I'm going to give you my list, but I want you to know, and we'll talk about this in a second, you don't have to do all these at once. So I want you to listen to that before you listen to this list. You do not have to do all these at once. Okay. Okay. So the first thing that I like to declutter and simplify all the closets and drawers in our home. Now I get rid of stuff that we no longer use and I try to organize everything so that it's as functional as possible and it supports us throughout the year. So that one's pretty straightforward, right? I just, I get so aggravated when things are chaotic in like closets and drawers and I'm like having to dig and throw things to find what I'm looking for. It's just, it's not a peaceful vibe. So I like to take care of that at the beginning of the year. The second thing that I like to declutter and simplify is my schedule. So I do an audit of my schedule, including both work and life stuff and decide what things I can delegate or just get rid of altogether. So often, myself included, I'm talking to us all. We just go through the motions week to week or day to day doing the same tasks that we always do just because we're used to doing them or we've always done them. But sometimes things or tasks no longer fit with our vision or they don't really move the needle on our goals. So they've got no place taking up our time and energy. So I actually walk you through this audit process that I do in the new Peacefully Productive Schedule course. So if that's something that you need help with, definitely check out the course. The third thing that I like to simplify and declutter is my catch-all task list. So I also teach how I use these inside of that course, but my catch-all task lists are what I use to house all of my open loops so that my daily to-do lists don't become overwhelmingly long. At the start of each new year, I go through, I have two catch-all task lists, a personal one and a professional one. So I go through both of those and I just weed out tasks that either don't matter anymore or that I did but forgot to check them off. And this is another reason why I love having the catch-all task list because it kind of forces me to prioritize how I'm spending my time because I go back and I look at the list and I'm like, oh, wait a second, this task, it actually doesn't really matter. So I'm going to take it off because that's how I use the catch all task list. Instead of if something pops up in the moment, I don't panic and like try to move my whole day around. I'm like, okay, I'll put this on my catch all list. And when the time comes, I'll get to it. But then, like I said, at the beginning of the year, if something just didn't get done, I'm like, why? Is it still important? Does it need to stay on here? Or is this actually not that big of a deal? And then I get rid of it. So that is something else that I like to declutter and simplify at the beginning of the year. And the next thing is my email inbox. And we all shuddered. Am I right? Now, to be honest, I keep my inbox itself pretty tidy all year long. um, But I do have this folder system that I use to keep my emails organized. And throughout the year, I do tend to forget to clean them out because I'm not really looking 
looking at them every single day. So I like to spend time in January going through all of my email folders and just deleting or archiving messages that are no longer needed so that it's easier to find messages that I do actually need. Um, That brings us to the next thing. And I know we can all relate to this one. The thing that I like to simplify and declutter. And it's the last thing that I'm going to share. My phone. Girl, I go in when it comes to cleaning out my phone at the beginning of a year, especially because I just got a new phone for the first time in like three years, by the way. And it feels really, really nice. Um, But I like to go through my photos and delete old screenshots or photos that I just don't want to keep anymore. I declutter apps that I no longer use. I delete text message threads that aren't relevant anymore. Honestly, this is a time-consuming process, so I like to do it while I'm doing something that I enjoy, like taking a bath. It feels so good once it's done, and it helps my phone to run faster because it's not bogged down by stuff that I don't use, kind of similar to what I said earlier about us. When we declutter our lives, we aren't bogged down by stuff that doesn't matter. Do you see a pattern? Are you with me? Are we all on the same page here? So that is the first thing that I think you should do to create a peacefully productive year. Simplify and declutter all the things, okay? So that brings us to number two, and that is revisit and revise your planning system. So another thing in life that excites me is having a planning system that supports me. Now, at the start of the new year, I sit down and I comb through my current system to make sure that it's still working for me. And if you're listening and you're like, hey, what's a planning system? It's all the tools that you use to keep track of your schedule, routines, and tasks. Now, obviously, I I use the Hustle Sanely planning system like I invented it. So it's a no brainer that that's what I use. But the way that I implement it into my life changes based on my needs in each season of my life. Now, I used to be a hardcore digital planner user. That's actually how Hustle Sanely started. If you've been here since the beginning, I love you so much. But now because of how my business runs, what I found to work best for me is a combo of my paper planner, Google Calendar and Notion. And then in my business with my team, I use this program called ClickUp as well to help organize tasks for like other people. Now, listen, if you don't have a streamlined system to keep your life organized, I strongly recommend it because it's honestly what allows me to show up every day and know exactly what needs to be done. I don't have to use my brain power figuring out which tasks need to be done each day, but instead I get to spend my energy actually doing the tasks. That's really how I get so much done every day and how I'm able to accomplish so many goals within my business from year to year. I use tools like batching and energy aligned time blocking to create my schedule and the tools that I mentioned a few seconds ago to house and keep track of everything. Now, inside of the Peacefully Productive Schedule course, I actually walk you through how I apply the Hustle Sanely planning system to my life and how I use each tool to create my own Peacefully Productive Schedule. I even created a shared Notion Hub that has all of the Hustle Sanely planning system in one place that comes with the course. It's honestly so rad. I nerd out over it. I've been sharing it on Instagram stories and you guys are obsessed too. I'm not going to apologize for continuously talking about this course because it is actual gold and I'm super proud of how it came together. Just saying celebrate what you've created people, not just me, but you too. But that is number two. Look over your planning system, the tools that you're using to keep 
keep track of your schedule, your routines, and your tasks, and make sure that they still make sense for your life and support the season that you're in. Now, I'm not telling you that your system has to look like mine. I'm just saying make sure you have one and make sure that it is actually working for you, okay? So then that brings us to the third thing that you need to do to create a peacefully productive year, and it is make a vision board. So the other two can feel tedious as you're doing them, but they're worth it in the long run. I promise. I really do promise you guys. So the third thing that I wanted to tell you to do to help you create a peacefully productive year is something that is more fun, and that is why I chose create a vision board. Now, hear me out. I used to be the type to roll my eyes when I heard people talk about vision boards like, no, no, no. It's childish. It's silly. It's woo-woo, whatever. That's what I used to think. I am so glad that my mindset has grown and that I've learned just how powerful visualization truly is. Now, visualization is a powerful tool. It helps prepare and teach you how to respond to a situation before it happens. It also helps you achieve your goals by conditioning your brain to see, hear, and feel the success in your mind. When we visualize something, our subconscious actually thinks that it's real, you guys. That's huge. Our subconscious can't tell the difference between a real and a fake experience when we're using visualization. Like that is so wild to me. God is so cool how he wired our brains and our minds. We can essentially create our reality by how we think. So I do want to give you some tips that I follow when I'm creating my vision board just because I know it can be overwhelming to some people. So I'm going to give you a couple tips. The first one is I use a combination of words and pictures. Now, I'll share a picture of my vision board in my Instagram stories today, and I'll put in the blog post that goes along with this podcast episode two, a photo of my vision board so that you can see what I mean. But having both words and pictures just helps my vision board to really impact me. I see some people make the most stunning boards, but they're all pictures from like Pinterest and I'm sure that fires them up, but it just doesn't do it for me. I need to see my goals and visions written out alongside of images that kind of correlate with them. That's just how I'm wired. So another tip for the pictures, I like to use a combination of stock images and images from my actual life. So seeing pictures of me, my husband, and our pups on my vision board, it really helps me to build an emotional connection with it. When we're emotionally connected to something, it means more to us and can act as a better tool to support us as we're working toward bringing our vision to life. And then another tip that I want to give you when it comes to choosing images for your vision board, I really am a fan of choosing images that show the actions of working toward the goal rather than the end goal itself, because it really helps with that visualization piece because you're seeing yourself actually do the actions required to make the goal happen, which whenever you see a photo of like a completed goal, it can seem overwhelming because it seems far away at the time instead of like inspiring you or motivating you. But when you see images of the action, then it's more motivating because it feels more within reach, right? So for example, one of my goals for this year is to read the entire Bible. So instead of posting like the little check sheet that I'm using to like keep track of all of my daily readings, instead of complete like posting on my vision board, a completed checklist of all the books of the Bible read, I would rather see a picture of an open Bible 
Bible on a beautiful desk with like a cup of coffee on my vision board. And that's actually what I have on my vision board because then I'm like, okay, I can imagine myself doing that every day, like sitting down with my cup of coffee and just digging into God's word. But if I just look at my vision board every day and I see that, you know, checked off list of all the books of the Bible read, I'll be like, oh my gosh, like that's a lot. How am I going to get there? So it's just a little bit better for your mindset. So give that a try. And then I do want to say I have two vision boards, one for the current year and then a more long-term vision board that reminds me of what I'm working toward big picture wise. So like vision for my life rather than for just this year. I like having two because if I just had the long-term board, I would maybe feel like I was super far away from the things on that board. But the yearly board is filled with things that I know I'm capable of doing currently, if that makes sense. So it kind of goes along with choosing action steps to put on your board rather than final goals. So vision boards are such a solid reminder of what we're working toward and why we're working toward them. When I create my boards, I make sure to create them in a way that emotionally connects me to them, remember, by using photos from my real life. And I also like to weave scripture onto my vision board because then on the days that I'm feeling doubt creeping or maybe I'm just in a blah mood because we all have blah moods, I can look at my vision board and be reminded in a beautiful, aesthetically pleasing way that what I'm working toward is worth it. So to recap, the three things that you need to do to create a peacefully productive year are number one, declutter and simplify all the things. Number two, revisit and revise your planning system. And number three, make a vision board. Seriously, you guys, it is so good to be back here with you guys on the podcast. Podcast Tuesdays are my favorite day of the week. It also helps that they fall on Taco Tuesday, just saying. So thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to share this episode with your bestie. I will chat with y'all next week and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.